Hey now. Welcome back to our very special hidden playground where we play Grateful Dead. We're going to pick up where we left off last week at the Paramount Northwest Theater in Seattle, Washington, September 29th, 1977. We're focusing on these four Northwest shows from 1977 where Garcia breaks out the wolf guitar after being on the shelf for a little while. And this is the second night of a two-night stand that we've already listened to right here on Shakedown Stream, being brought to you by MVY, mvyradio.com, right here on Martha's Vineyard. Sit back and let the stream take you away.
die a fool collects his due while the bossing now the fun don't murder me the baker you don't begging you, please, don't murder me. So that's a dire wolf, uh, probably one of the first ones, one of the earliest ones. January 23rd, 1970, Honolulu, Hawaii. It's the latest of the day's picks releases. We're up to 19, and I've been really pulling a lot of songs off of this release uh, since I got it in my hands. Well, Bobby Weir's album... Blue Mountain is set to be released on September 30th. You can pre-order at iTunes or Amazon and get ahead of the curve. And he's even announcing a campfire tour for some of uh, show some of the nights in October. Sorry, I'll uh, tell you more about that soon enough. But I want to take us back to Egypt, September 13th, 1978. This is what the dead were doing on this day. Right on.
where all the streets have run Filled with rubble Ancient footprints are everywhere Well, you get all those things that you see in double On a cold night on the Spanish turf Gonna hurry on back to the hotel Where I got me a date with the knees She promised she'd be right there with
bass slap to end the Althea. That he, Althea's from uh, Philly Spectrum, 9-12-1990. Approximately 20, 26 years ago from today. And uh, before that was when I paint my masterpiece, everything's going to be different. And uh, Bobby was struggling a little bit with the singing and Jerry came in and helped him out. And I always get a little chill when things like that happen in the Grateful Dead music because you know, these guys played these songs over and over again. They played live touring for years and years and years, and they uh, would help each other out. They covered for each other. They were bros, as uh, Bobby Weir said, but that was a tune that Jerry did on his own. But um, interesting time period because they were coming back uh, in September of 1990 after losing Brent Midland 
in late July, and so a lot of people were wondering, what's going on? Who's this new keyboard player? Uh, Bruce Hornsby hadn't joined the band yet. That wouldn't be until like three or four more days. So it was probably a very uncertain time period for the Grateful Dead. Well, speaking of Mr. Jerry Garcia, and I just was. Oh, and then before that, we were listening to a soundcheck jam on September 13, 1978 in Cairo, Egypt, right there at the at the one of the pyramids, right there next to the Sphinx. And uh, yeah, so that was 38 years ago, September 13th. They, they get to Egypt and they played a couple soundcheck shows and then they start playing these shows. And uh, very distinctive sound. But Garcia, man, he had these nice little riffs that he played with these musicians in Egypt. Well, anyway, Jerry Garcia, it just was announced that they're going to release on record, on LP, on Fantasy Records, Merle Sanders and Jerry Garcia, the complete 1973 fantasy recordings that will be out on October 21st. They were recorded live on July 10th and July 11th, 1973 at the Keystone Club in Berkeley, California, the 24 tracks on this 180-gram 6-LP collection beautifully captured the magical musical friendship of Merle and Jerry. It will be accompanied by a booklet which includes never-before-seen photos, plus updated liner notes by Grateful Dead expert David Gans, and a collectible poster will also round out the package. Right on. Well, Speaking of Jerry and Merle, let's go back to Berkeley, November 5th, 1973, right here on Shakedown Stream.
That's Jerry and Merle doing Mystery Train at the Keystone in Berkeley, California, November 5th, 1973. He's joined by John Kahn on bass, Bill Kreutzmann on drums, and Martin Fierro on sax. Yeah. You know, the Wolf guitar, the first time it was ever played by Jerry Garcia was on 9573 for a private party for the Hells Angels at the New York City Harbor. And I couldn't help but think about September 11th yesterday. I remember where I was on September 11th. I was in a studio in Hanover, New Hampshire, 99 Rock WFRD-FM. And I had just uh, got into the studio for a 9 a.m. shift. And wow, uh, everything changed. And I was the DJ for the radio station for the rest of the week, but I stayed on right till about 5 p.m. in the afternoon. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you just can't forget that stuff. And also, it's Mickey Hart's birthday on September 11th. He celebrated his 73rd birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Mickey. Right on. Keep up the good work. Well, okay, right on. Um, I want to go back uh, 35 years on September 13, 1981, a tune that was not often played live, but check it out. This is The Dead in Berkeley, California. Oh 
there's a good loving right on and that is with the wolf guitar yeah fall of 1977 brings the return of the wolf guitar to the grateful dead and that one comes from 10 16 77 baton rouge louisiana and before that was a to lay me down 9 13 81 berkeley california yeah everything's connected here well it's definitely getting darker and it seems to happen always the same time this time of year and uh you know, one thing I had promised some months ago that I would give out good information for us deadheads as we're getting older, turning 50 and onward. And one of the things that was recommended to me last winter, actually in October of last year, is to get a light box. Yeah, you can get these light boxes and they emit blue light, I guess. But it's the kind of light that you need and you just... Uh, it's a little square box. It, you know, it's like a little light. It's flat, and uh, you put it next to your computer or wherever you drink your coffee in the morning, and you just sit in front of it for about 30 minutes. And whatever it is that it gives you, it's uh, it makes you feel good for the rest of the day. And uh, I don't know something about melatonin and serotonin and whatever those things are in your brain that make you feel content, happy, okay. Everything's going to be just okay. And so uh, I started re realizing that I have um, seasonal stress disorder. And whatever that is, those of us who live in the Northern Hemisphere, we may react to uh, the darker days. And it works. It's kind of weird. And so uh, I would recommend that to anybody. You could probably just go online and look for a light box. There's some expensive ones, but they're, they can be really cheap, too. And uh, don't do it at nighttime or late in the afternoon or you'll screw your whole system up. Right on. So, hey, we all got to have good loving. Even uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, they need to have good loving. Russia, they need to have good loving. We need a lot more loving. Right on. And uh, I, uh, I send healing energy to Miss, Miss uh, Clinton. That looked a pretty weird uh, the other day, her kind of having to put in the van after the 9-11 memorial service so you know regardless of what your politics are um, you know we wish good things for all people here on shakedown stream well hey it's time for the bear essentials i'm always looking for something and uh, i just found this in the studio john schofield has a new album out called country for old men tell me if uh, you recognize this song and uh, we all know John Schofield, who plays with Phil Lesh, but he's a great jazz guitar player. Check it out. John Schofield.
that's John Schofield covering Merle Haggard's Mama Tried. That's right. That is a jazz version of Mama Tried. It's a new album by John Schofield where he covers uh, country tunes. It's called Country for Old Men. That was recorded in April of 2016 at the Carriage House in Connecticut. He says, John calls Merle Haggard's Tragic Mama Tried one of the greatest lyrics ever written, and it and turns it into a jazz standard. His beautifully bent chordal working of the melody breaks into a soulful tone dance. His turnaround figure calls to mind Chet Atkins, one of George Harrison's greatest influences. It is a reminder that in the days when country wasn't cool among baby boomers, the Beatles and the Birds were bringing country sound, songs, and stylings through the back door of pop music. Right on. Hey, John Schofield has a cool new album out. Just came out 2016. It's called Country for Old Men. John Schofield. Great jazz guitar player. Outstanding. Yeah, this was all recorded on April 3rd and 4th of 2016 at the Carriage House in Connecticut. I don't know where the Carriage House is, but, you know, Carriage House is where they would keep the uh, horses for the carriages. I used to live in a Carriage House in Bar Harbor, Maine. And on the windowsill, you could see where the horses um, would gnaw with their teeth on the wood. So it would be really worn down. It was cool. Well, God bless carriage houses. All right, it's time for our featured show. We're going back to the Paramount Northwest Theater in Seattle, Washington. This is the second night of a two-night stand at this theater. September 29th, 1977. And what we discovered last week kind of whimsically, unwittingly, was that it was the return of Jerry Garcia's wolf guitar. I always called it the dire wolf guitar, but what do I know? Um, So this is how the story goes. Doug Irwin, who is a luthier, whatever, he's a guy that makes guitars. He had made a guitar for Olympic in 1972. They did a lot of work with the dead. Garcia asked him to make another one, offering a few specific requests regard to the pickups. Wolf, for which the guitarist paid $1,500, was unveiled in October 1973. Garcia played the Wolf through the first half of 1975, meaning October 1973 to the first half of 1975. Then he switched to playing the Travis Bean guitars for the next two years, and then returned to the Wolf guitar full-time in the fall of 1973 through the summer of 1979, and then he went to the Tiger guitar. So, this is an interesting stand of show. So this is the second night with the Wolf guitar returning. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our featured show, September 29th, 1977, The Grateful Dead.
Well, if anybody wants to know, it's Ali by a TKO.
storm to come Cause it surely looks like rain Guess it looks like rain is getting the batteries recharged on his pacemaker.
Do you? Oh. 
up there. And you can too. The Grateful Dead telling us we can take a break, and so can you. Right on. That is the first set from 92977 at the Paramount Northwest Theater in Seattle. And that was a Franklin's Tower. Before that, Let It Grow. And then we heard a Sugary, El Paso, Ramble on Rose, Looks Like Rain, Deal, Mama Tried, and Mississippi Half Step to begin the show with. This is a Betty Board tape uh, on real. So I was reading about that. There were some problems with the first part of the first uh, first set that there was no DBX. And it was that way from Mississippi Half Step right to most of Sugaree. And as uh, there is a cut in Sugaree, and it said that Betty must have realized when she flipped the tape that uh, the DBX wasn't on and turned it on. And you could probably hear the sugary kind of come alive, be louder, just in time for the Let It Grow in Franklin's Tower. And Let It Grow hadn't been played in a year. And uh, this is really the first version of Let It Grow, the big fat tune, uh, unlike the versions from 1976. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but I could hear Bobby doing a little China Cat riffing uh, during Franklin's Tower. Yeah, a couple cuts. Uh, we didn't get to hear much of El Paso, and Deal was cut. That's okay. I guess this is not really a stereo show. The, the mix is off, but whoever uh, did work on this, uh, Bill Gauke and the Green Mountain Brothers and other people, Tim Dibert, and uh, there's a couple other names, but thank God for them. And they tried to make it as stereo as they could, but, um, you know, they did the best job they could. Hey, why don't we take a break, get ready for the second set, and uh, listen to some of the Egypt sounds from September 13th as we get ready for set two. This would be a good time to get a glass of water with some ice. Right on.
I were listening to the Grateful Dead 38 years ago, doing their sound check in Cairo, Egypt. Apparently it was so hot that when they would move the speakers while they were setting up in the afternoon that the speakers would have melted together. It was like 110 degrees in the afternoon. And fortunately somebody recorded this. This is Hamza Eldin. And uh, somebody recorded the sound check. And as I was reading, the dead were at this point still not very cool about deadheads taping their shows. But somebody taped these sound checks in Egypt. And thank God they did. The Sound and Light Theater, the Great Pyramid at Giza, Egypt. All right, well, back to our shows at hand. And uh, I'm fascinated by the Wolf Guitar returning on these shows. I just felt like I got lucky. Um, there's a couple of people who were able to play this guitar uh, after Jerry died, after the dead broke up. Neil Castle, who, uh, with uh, Chris Robinson's Brotherhood band, um, but he, uh, I like him for Circles Around the Sun. But he got to play uh, the guitar at San Francisco's Great American Music Hall. Pretty cool. But also a couple other people. Um, I heard Ryan Adams has played it a little bit. And, uh, of course, Warren Haynes has played it. Jimmy Herring played it with Phil Lesh and Friends. And uh, John Cattleset got to play it with Dark Star Orchestra on October 5th in 2006. Uh, and then Bobby Weir came out for the entirety of the band's second set. Cool. I was kind of psyched that I got to see the guitar played uh, by Warren Haynes uh, with the Boston Pops. It's pretty cool looking, you know, you're like, ooh, that's the guitar. Well, why don't we get ourselves ready for the second set? I hope you had enough water. It's important to hydrate, as we all know. And uh, you could look at the set list and kind of go, hmm, all right. It was like a 1978 show, but... Uh, they break out a trucking that they hadn't played on the West Coast since their vacation. And there's a lot of other nice things. Nice encore. Let's get right back to the show. This is The Dead in Seattle, 929-77 with The Wolf.
Just a
Well, we're having a problem with Uncle John's band Encore. But we've been listening to uh, 929.77. Before that, we heard a Johnny Be Good out of Going Down the Road Feeling Bad out of a really nice Stella Blue, a pretty rowdy trucking drums. He's Gone out of Estimated Profit and a Ship of Fools and a Samson and Delilah to open up the second set. Nice. There were points where it seemed very low in the sound, particularly He's Gone, but then in Truckin', Stella Blue, going down in Johnny Be Good was great. We'll try Uncle John's band later, but for now, I hope you enjoyed the show. And we're going to continue with this next week. We'll do the two shows in Portland, Oregon which are really nice shows. And I don't think we'll have as many technical problems with those two shows. One was on KFOG, and the other one is a real standout show. So this is going to be great. We're going to have the complete Northwest tour for the month of September here on Shakedown Stream. So why don't we do this? As tradition would have it, I want to play some Jerry Garcia band material now from December of 1977 because I want to stay on the wolf guitar so check it out right here on Shakedown Stream right on oh and this is dead air this is real dead air I had this shipped in from Marlago, Florida right on this is a uh, Jerry Garcia band at the Keystone in Berkeley, California 122377 She could. 
There's the Jerry Garcia Band, December 23rd, 1977, at the Keystone in Berkeley, Midnight Moonlight, and before that, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. We've heard a couple of those in the last couple of weeks here on Shakedown Stream. Happy to play that tune, always. Love that tune. As a, as a, a white man, white boy growing up in New England, that tune always kind of affected me because it was a story told from a different side of the perspective of the Civil War, one that I didn't ever grow up appreciating. So, But anyway, uh, a little hiss, but very clean. And that is the complete show. It's not the whole show, but it is what exists of the show. Some of these bootlegs are all kind of cut up and kind of rasty and nasty, but in the last, oh gosh, 10 years, specifically five or six years there's been all these new releases and I've been getting bootlegs where it says uh, it's been supplied by an anonymous source you always got to wonder who who what is this like a 12-step meeting for deadhead recorders like hi my name's a deadhead and I'm a deadhead thank you deadhead welcome deadhead once ahead always ahead I've always been ahead I've never been behind well, right now, um, I'm really into this whole fall, this this point. This is a point in 1977 where Garcia brought the Dire Wolf guitar out. They did some adjustments on it, and he's now getting used to it, playing it. And uh, at least by December with his own band, sounding pretty good. Sounding pretty good. Hey, let's do some more. Fall 77, Grateful Dead, right here on Shakedown Stream. The, the perfect place to do it. One of my favorite tunes. Wait, let me get us queued up. Because whenever I think I'm queued up, we're not queued up. Now we're queued up. Here we go.
Again, please, don't murder me. That's a dire wolf from Rochester, New York, November 5th, 1977. Before that, a really awesome Music Never Stopped, 10 Baton Rouge. And I hope they are drying out. And then we heard a really sweet Peggy O, 10 Dallas, Texas. All right. Well, dear friends... Uh, thank you for joining me for another episode of Shakedown Stream, episode 447, September 13, 2016. And we are going to pick up where we leave off tonight, next week, for two nights. Portland, Oregon, 10 1 and 10 2, 1977. I'll leave you with this, but just remember. That what was so great about the Grateful Dead is they knew how to get to that point. You know, like when you're about to sneeze and it's coming on and you're not really quite sneezing, but you can feel it and it's right there in that ecstasy of that space. 
I don't even know what that is, but that kind of reminds me of Grateful Dead music. All right, here's some more Fall from 1977 right here on Shakedown Stream. Peace. Have a good week, and I'll see you next time. Right on.
That word. 